Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So first it was Dr. Burnett resigning over there at Newfields, the museum. But three other board members had resigned. Conversations regarding fiscal issues. The board chair, Darian Christian, never giving an acceptable answer, really not giving an answer to why this took place. And we were told we needed Dr. Burnett. To, to end the bigotry at, at Newfields. And now the interim CEO is a white banker, white male banker, where Darian Christian, the board chair, happens to be a board member. You wonder why people are asking questions. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Uh, that that uh, issue has not gone anywhere. We get no answers. Nobody is explaining. I would love to speak to one of the board members who has left. I'd like to hear the inside story, please. We want answers. Uh, There are a bunch of groups out there who claim it was bigotry. It was racism. That's why Dr. Burnett was let go. You don't know that. And just saying that, I, I think that's terrible for Indianapolis. And maybe you should stop because you sound crazy. That there's clearly something here, a story that we're not being told. That's what we need to know. From the data, we can then go to conclusions. We don't have the data. You're just jumping to the racism conclusion because that's what you do. Must help with the fundraising, but doesn't actually do anything because you don't know if that's the case. So what are you doing? But why isn't Darianne Christian being forced to answer? It's only... Newfields. It's only the, the Marquee Museum in the, in the state. And they've got a scandal happening and no one's talking. This brings us to Indigo. And as you know, when it comes to Indigo, I have had what are, what's the, what's the word that I would, uh, say or, or or talk about here um i would say i've had some differences with indigo and how they view the future of transportation Yeah. And of course, we were right from the very beginning. And Indigo has put up nonsense responses to it. The red line doesn't work. These these um, 
electric buses don't work and they're not necessary and we should stop the blue line and we should stop the purple line right now. Of course we should. The Indigo CEO has resigned. Announces resignation at end of the year. Now, I received an email saying it's more than just a resignation. That is rumor. I have no idea. What I find curious is um, why now? Why, why, Why now? Very curious as to why this is. According to Indigo, she brought national and international recognition to the company. Is that right? Is that right? I don't think the launching of the red line and the construction of the purple line and blue line are something Mayor Hogsett to to cheer about. The red line's a failure. The red line hurt business. So I don't know why you're cheering it, but I'd like to know why now. If we could, it could be that it's nothing. It's just, hey, it's been five years and and on to the on to the next thing. I don't know how long does a CEO usually stay in that position, but I'd I'd be curious to know why now. If you could answer it, just seems like a lot of resignations lately. I don't know. End of the year, maybe that's the time for it. Is that the time for it? If uh, there's a story out there, we would actually like to do the reporting and find out what's going on. There could be just nothing more than this is the time for, for Indigo. Okay. My my recognition that the uh, electric bus service doesn't work and us being right all along, notwithstanding from the fact that they could have a change. Is that all it is? And as for new fields, oh, I want to talk to people who are in the know. Because uh, something is rotten in Denmark, and it turns out Denmark is just off Michigan. What's going on at Newfields? Somebody talk to us. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. I'm watching video of a fight at an airport. Look, I, I don't want you to have to go back and visit your in-laws either, but you, you got to the airport. Just get on the plane and shut up. Stop thinking you're special. Whatever your problem is, just get on the plane and get there. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Or or we could start with rules that if you start a fight at, at an airport um, and with other passengers, uh, you're never allowed to fly again. Let, let, let's do that. Let's let's start with that. Put an end to the nonsense. People feeling like they can get away with anything. We 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 should not be a society where one can get away with with with, with anything. Tony Katz, ninety three WIBC. Good morning. Is anybody going to notice that the United States is under attack? Three commercial ships hit by missiles in a Houthi uh, attack in the Red Sea. Uh, a U.S. warship. Shot down three drones in self-defense. This went on for hours. The Pentagon confirms that U.S. warships and commercial vessels are attacked or were attacked in the Red Sea. It was an attack on the USS Kearney and other vessels. 
And understand, I'm reading this story while I have somebody on Twitter sending me videos about how Israel's a racist supremacist state. I get this stuff all the time. Guys, if if you want to argue that Israel is terrible and awful, go right ahead. But Hamas is a terrorist organization. Let them fight it out. But you don't want them to fight it out. You want Israel to disappear. You want the Jews gone. So you have to admit who you are. Me, let them fight it out. Let's see who wins. Let's just see who wins. Why Why are we not taking my point of view here? I, I bring it down to that that baseline sometimes because I, I want to see the other side be like, yeah, okay, let them fight it out. Uh, uh, Hamas is standing up for the Palestinian people. And we should be clear, more and more organizations and others are saying that Hamas represents the Palestinian people. So why in the world would I feel bad for the people of Gaza if Hamas represents them? It, it's not me saying it. It's it's you saying it. Well, not you. Them saying it. So so why do I now have to engage a a bit of word salad? Nah, no, 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 thanks. You figure that out. You figure out why so many people out there are on the side of Hamas, a terrorist organization. And it's a very simple answer. They hate Jews and they want them destroyed. That's that's the reality. That we're done. We can just put that over uh, to to the side. But I say let them fight it out. Their answer is, no, 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 Israel can't do this, can't do that, can't do the other, it's not fair, and the United States is on their side. What? Hamas has Iran on their side. Let them fight it out. And if you don't want that, you're a bunch of cowards. You want everything to go your way. I don't want anything to go your way. These people who want Hamas to be victorious, they suck. I don't want anything going their way. They're awful. The Houthis are vowing to, quote, continue to prevent Israeli ships from navigating the Red and Arab Seas until the Israeli aggression against our steadfast brothers in the Gaza Strip stops. Your steadfast brothers is Hamas, so a terrorist organization. Secondly, Hamas broke the ceasefire. I say might be time to recognize that the United States is at war and something may have to be done about it. And you're like, I don't want to be at war. Neither do I. I'm just staring at what's happening. And understand that the people who support Hamas, who claim to be pro-Palestinian, are in favor of genocide and are active in supporting it. And yes, as we're seeing more and more violence in the streets of the United States, It will become more and more violent. It isn't going to calm down. It's going to ramp up. So if I could, just for a moment, buy guns, buy ammo, and get trained. Buy guns, buy ammo, and get trained. Don't worry about any rabbi or faith leader who says you can't bring a firearm into the synagogue. You go right ahead. I mean, you'll have to deal with the synagogue, of course. You'll have to deal with whatever rules. You go right ahead. Fire that rabbi. Get rid of that faith leader. What value do they have? In Indiana, they will come for the synagogues. Over the weekend, 150 synagogues in New York. I'm sorry, I said 150, 15. Duh, that that would have been a gross exaggeration. Don't do two stories at once, Tony. 
15 synagogues, because, you know, that's also acceptable, received bomb threats. The ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, put that out on their uh, site. The threats have been happening for months, but as a new wave comes on, we're in contact with law enforcement and offering assistance to communities. If someone said something semi-off about a mosque, the Indie Star and every other bit of Indianapolis media would be up in arms. The, the, the faith community would be outraged. Hamas wants to kill all the Jews, and anti-Semitism is rampant in the United States, and the faith communities of Indianapolis are silent because they're terrible. They are awful. And they side with people like Pramila Jayapal. This is a pretty long clip, but I'm going to share it with you. The congresswoman from Washington State, who heads up the Progressive Caucus, is being asked questions by Dana Batch of CNN, very strong questions about women who were attacked in Israel. You will not believe the amount of cover women like Pramila Jayapal are willing to give Hamas and their rape. I want to ask you about uh, sexual violence. And the, it's kind of remarkable that this issue hasn't gotten enough attention uh, globally. Widespread use of rape, uh, brutal rape, sexual violence against Israeli women by Hamas. Um, I've seen a lot of progressive women, generally speaking, they're quick to defend women's rights and speak out against using rape as a, as a weapon of war, but downright silent on what we saw on October 7th and what might be happening inside Gaza right now to these hostages. Why is that? I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know that that's true. I think what we always talk about the impact of war on women in particular. In fact, I remember 20 years ago I did a petition around the war in Iraq. Have you said, saying have that, you talked about it since oh, October absolutely. 7th? And I've condemned what Hamas has done. I've condemned Specifically all of women. the actions. Absolutely. The, the rape, the, of course. But I think we have to remember that Israel is a democracy. That is why they are a strong ally of ours. And if they do not comply with international humanitarian law, they are bringing themselves to a place that makes it much more difficult strategically for them to be able to build the kinds of allies to keep public opinion with them. And frankly, uh, morally, I think we cannot say that one war crime deserves another. That is not what international humanitarian law says. Okay, with with respect, I was just asking about the the women, and you turned it back to Israel. I'm asking you about Hamas, in fact. I already answered your question, Dana. I I said it's horrific, and I think that rape is horrific, sexual assault is horrific. I think that it happens in war situations. Terrorist organizations like Hamas obviously are using these as tools. Mm -hmm. However, I think we have to be balanced about bringing in the outrages against Palestinians. 15,000 Palestinians have been killed in Israeli airstrikes, three quarters of whom are women and children. So we have to uh, state that Hamas did rape people, but we have to be balanced. And in order to be balanced, I'm going to use numbers that are provided to me by Hamas. Now, you know, this was the popcorn moment, but I just, it was too heavy of a topic to to bring the, 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 the sounder in, so, so no chewing popcorn today. This is, this is what happens when you take the side 
uh, of terrorists. You can't just come out and say, oh, yes, it's horrific. But you see what Israel's doing. Yes, they rape people. But the Israelis are violating international law. What, do you, what, what is happening here? Well, both things are happening. No, both things aren't happening. There is no violation of international law happening. Hamas is a terrorist organization. There seems to be a lot of Palestinians, quote unquote, on the ground in Gaza who are being supportive. And people like Pramila Jayapal won't simply state that Hamas has to be destroyed. This all ends if Hamas is gone. And yet all of these leftists don't want Hamas gone. And one should ask the question, why is that? and elm they do cider people and you know you know i like a fine drink and, and uh, as i said you know my my kid had uh, the cold going on for a week and is now better but clearly it has now been given to me so i, I am uh, i i'm engaged in a, in a fine cocktail of bourbon and dayquil all right i'm not doing bourbon but i am doing the dayquil tony katz 93 WIBC, uh, good morning. I just like a, a, a good drink. Ash and Elm Cider, now going to open a restaurant and tasting room. This will be on the north side of Carmel. Of course you went to Carmel. Oh, wait, I live in Carmel. Good job going to Carmel. Good oh Lord. Um, the flagship is uh, East Washington Street in Indianapolis. And uh, they are going to be uh, expanding there, expand everywhere. I really do hope you guys do well. They're the largest cider producer in the state. Very, very cool, man. I dig it. I absolutely dig it. Uh, uh, more growth, uh, the, 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 the better. Ashadown will be part of North End, a multi-phase project developed by uh, Old Town. Uh, construction near 31 and Smoke Hero. Oh, I know where that is. I know where that is, people. So uh, maybe maybe I'll show. Uh, will, will you have a patio that allows cigars? Because if you do, well then I'm then I'm definitely in. Let's let's make that happen, shall we? Let's make that happen before anything else. It's time. Cooking a steak. Wouldn't it be great? You could be my mate cooking a steak. For goodness sake, will you please be my mate and come and cook a steak? Steak. Ah, oh, Meatless Monday. Did I say hello, Tony Katz? That's me. The show, Tony Katz in the Morning News, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Uh, the Indianapolis City County Council years ago uh, proved that they weren't interested in governing the city. Rather, they were interested in sloganeering. And that's why they said, we're going to have Meatless Monday and not have meat on a Monday, even though we've got all these fantastic restaurants all throughout uh, Indianapolis and around the area. No, why be supportive of them? Pfft, let's just move our political ideology forward. And what do we say here? Have yourself some meat on a Monday. That's That's what we say. So... I have been, um, there's been a lot of uh, introspection. There's been a lot of what do I want to do next kind of talk in my life. And and I should be clear, Matt Bear, I should be clear. 
Um, it, you, you want you want some uh, groundbreaking news? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I'm not going anywhere. Oh, that's. Um, I have I have uh, signed my deal. That keeps me right here for the next two years. Congratulations. Uh, that that is signed. Uh, they haven't signed it yet, so I could be gone tomorrow. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> that's part of it, isn't it? I don't know. But uh, yeah, oh, oh, that's absolutely. It ain't done until it's done. It's not done until the check clears, kitten. That's those are the rules. Uh, and and so, I, uh, I I I did sign, and we are, you know, we're trying to grow the midday show. Uh, we're on in Bloomington. We're on in Muncie. Um, start where you start, and those are great great places to start. We're going to see what we can do. We're going to see what we build, what we can grow. Nothing but opportunity, nothing but upside. There are some things I've decided to leave in the rear view I clearly won't get to. One of those things I'm not leaving in the rear view is the idea of doing a, a, a one-man show. And people in Shelbyville, uh, there's a theater in Shelbyville that's been like, we want you to do it here, and I just haven't been in touch because I haven't been prepared. I think I talked too early on it. Um, but I, I keep looking at Shelbyville. Right? Lovely people, lovely place. And the horseshoe is there. Do you know what the horseshoe is there, uh, there uh, uh, Matt Bear? It's a racetrack, right? It's, it's a casino. Yeah, right. Okay. They got a casino, and they've got racing, and they've got a sports book, and they have restaurants. So here's where it gets weird. I have, from their website, over there at the Horseshoe Indianapolis, one um, ad that says that their restaurant is called Center Cut. And then I have another one that says it's called Jack Binion Steak. And honestly, I don't know which, which it is. I, I don't know why they're different names. Was it, what, did it used to be Jack uh, a Center Cut and now it's called Jack Binion's? Two different restaurants, maybe. You know? I, that's what I'm wondering, but it doesn't show up that way on their website. And so I'm very confused. Jack Binion's Center Cut. Well, that would be a whole thing. Yeah. And and what really has to happen, Matt Bear, is that I need to be doing a residency at, at the Horseshoe Indianapolis. <laughs> you got your Celine Dion going on. <laughs> right? Me on, on a monthly basis, uh, a, a night of cigars, politics, and song. I'd go. Yes. Me? That's my point. If Matt Bear would go just to see what happens next. You don't know what's going to happen next. Here come the Tigers. And I'll, I'll bring people in to sing because, I mean, I, I, I could. I'm just not, not very. If I could sing, I'd take over the world. Oh, if I could sing, I'd be impossible to deal with. Impossible. I'm already kind of rough. Impossible. <laughs> By the way, at Jack Binion Steak, because that's where I have uh, the, 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 the menu, um, uh, you could start with just a simple goat cheese fondue because it's got the house bacon, and you can't, you can't go wrong with that, or perhaps a crab cake. Uh, but then you can move into either, you know, you want something simple like the lobster mac and cheese or the Miller Farms uh, chicken, or you're going right to it. You've got no time to mess around. The 18-ounce bone-in ribeye or the 7-ounce filet. Uh, you could do the Viking Farm lamb chops or the double cut to rock pork chop. Uh, how how do you want it? They'll make it the way you want it. That's right. You can get it rare. You can get it Pittsburgh if you like. I don't know if they allow Pittsburgh. Do you know what Pittsburgh is, Matt Bear? It's um, it's it's a city in Pennsylvania. Correct. Right. But as in terms of how you make your steak, oh, it no. is literally burnt on the outside and nearly raw on the inside. That sounds amazing. 
That is called Pittsburgh. Oh, I All right. I don't know if they'll do that or not, but ask them. This is Jack Binion's Inside the Horseshoe Indianapolis, where I should be doing a residency, or at least once a quarter. A night of cigars, steak, and song. Politics? Cigars, politics, and song? Cigar, steak, and song? Cigar, steak. Yeah, Cigar, steak, and song. Got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise them with the politics. Right. Because that's the uh, that's the <laughs> angle that they won't be expecting. Never saw that coming. No, know? no, no, no. No one ever sees that coming, my friends. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. That's right. So we gotta make this happen, and we can get it done. If we can get that uh, all squared away this week, that'd be great. That'd be fantastic. And people are like, you'd be better off doing it in Indy or maybe uh, uh, Carmel or, or somewhere else. Nah, nah. Shelbyville's cool. I say we go, and, and, and Matt Bear is willing to park cars. Yeah, I don't mind. I'll park a car. You know? It's a good man. I park different people's cars all the time. I don't mind. Good man, indeed. <laughs> Tony Cash, 93, WIBC. Good morning. That is uh, protesters in Philadelphia in front of a Jewish-owned restaurant uh, screaming, Goldie, Goldie, you can't hide. We charge you with genocide. As if uh, a guy who owns a falafel shop is guilty. I mean... If you just want the savagery of the bigotry, there there you go. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. The governor uh, speaking up, saying how disgusting uh, this is. The owner of the, uh, the falafel shop, Michael Solomonov, Israeli-born, Pittsburgh-raised chef, who has won the James Beard Award, which would mean kind of knows what he's doing. Governor uh, Shapiro saying, tonight in Philly we saw a blatant act of anti-Semitism, not a peaceful protest. A restaurant was targeted and mobbed because its owner is Jewish and Israeli. This hate and bigotry is reminiscent of a dark time in history. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care. Students at University of Pennsylvania calling for intifada. You mean you want violence? You want violence. Hamas attacks Israel, Hamas breaks a ceasefire, and you still want to go after Israel. Can we please stop with the idea that this is about anything other than destroying Jews and destroying Israel? That's what these people want. They're in bed with people like Congressman Andre Carson, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, and the rest. Not a single leader in Indianapolis, never mind the state of Indiana, condemning Andre Carson for being a Jew-hating bigot. Not a one. 
I, I wonder uh, what places are going to get hit uh, next. Goldie's the name of the restaurant, I believe, by the way. That's why they chanted, Goldie, Goldie, you can't hide. How despicable are these people? These people are despicable. And it will get violence because it already is. So good on the on the governor there for, for saying something. But the things you have to say are not just about these groups, is about the despicableness of, of the universities and how wrong these students are, how dangerous they are, how the professors who back them up are disgusting. Oh, they can say what they will, but so can you. And the Democratic Party that is lousy with Jew haters and Israel haters, they're all over the party and the party doesn't do anything. What, you think the uh, Indiana, the Indiana Democratic Party is going to say anything about their Jew hater Andre Carson? Nah. Those guys are cowards and failures. We will not take that route.